Welcome to languagecaster.com's football podcast. Yes, welcome to today's show where we congratulate Chelsea on winning the first trophy in England this season by beating Arsenal in the Carling Cup final. Now on today's show we're looking at two very important aspects of football, footballing rivalries and footballing cliches. I'm Damien Fitzpatrick and I'm back in Tokyo and Damon Brewster, he's still in England and here's the lineup for today's show. Yes, we start off as usual with the good, the bad and the ugly which is our review of the footballing week. Uh, then after that, uh, Damon is going to talk about one of the big footballing rivalries in English football. Following that, we're going to have a report on footballing cliches, where we talk to a football manager. After that, both Damon and I will give examples of cliches in English for football. Then we have our Vox Pop section, the place where you, the listeners, can actually give your comments. And finally, it's predictions. And now look at the week's news in the football world with the good, the bad and the ugly. For me, uh, the good. Championship club Plymouth get a home draw against struggling Premier League side Watford in the FA Cup quarterfinals. Over in Germany, in the German Cup, Stuttgart overcome Berlin and they go through to the semi-finals with a confident 2-0 victory. Good for them. And also good for the veteran Argentinian midfielder Veron, now playing for Estudiantes in Argentina. He gets a recall to the national squad. Uh, good news for him. Uh, bad it was bad for Peter Crouch and John Terry, both getting kicked in the face uh, during games. While Crouch's nose was broken, it looked much more serious for Terry, who was knocked unconscious uh, by Arsenal's Abu Dhabi. Uh, luckily, uh, it wasn't quite so serious as it looked. Uh, the ugly, well, in Spain, uh, Juan de Ramos, the Sevilla coach, was knocked unconscious by a full bottle of water thrown at him from the stands during the Spanish Cup tie between Sevilla and Betis. Uh, he had to be taken to hospital by ambulance and the game was abandoned with Sevilla 1-0 up. Very ugly indeed. And now here's Damien in Japan. Now for my good, the bad and the ugly, I'm going to start with Tottenham. Three wins in a week for Spurs, uh, finally. And we move into the final eight of the FA Cup and we've started to win away from home. Uh, very good for Barcelona in Spain. After being beaten by Liverpool, they've come back with two wins uh, against Bilbao in the league and away to Zaragoza in the cup, overturning a 2-1 deficit to reach the semi-finals of the Copa del Rey. Maybe an omen for Liverpool for next week's Champions League. Now, bad. Uh, still in Spain. I'm going to focus on Atletico Madrid. Uh, they still can't beat Real Madrid. They dominated the derby, last week's derby, against Real Madrid. Uh, but unfortunately for them, Real Madrid equalised and the game finished 1-1. Now, it's really bad for West Ham. Of course, one of our correspondents here at Language Caster, Neil, uh, he's not feeling too good at the moment because of his team. They lost 4-0 to relegation rivals, Charlton. Uh, terrible performance. And it looks like West Ham may well be going down to the championship. Yes, of course, very ugly scenes in the Seville derby last night in the Spanish Cup as Damon 
pointed out. But I'm going to talk about a London derby that turned ugly, and that was the Carling Cup final when Chelsea beat Arsenal 2-1. There were, of course, three red cards, numerous yellow cards, and a mass brawl with three or four minutes to go. What I found really, really ugly as well was the reaction of managers and players afterwards. No one really taking responsibility. But if you're an Arsene Wenger watcher, there's no change there. You are listening to LanguageCaster.com Indeed you are. And here's Damon talking about one of the biggest footballing rivalries in the English Premier League, Liverpool and Manchester United. Yes, thank you, Damien. Well, uh, not one of the biggest games. I think there's no doubt that this is the pick of the games this weekend in the Premiership. Liverpool versus Manchester United brings together the two Northwest Giants in a crucial game. Liverpool need to win this home game to stand any chance of improving on their current third place, while Manchester United do not want to drop points, with Chelsea still in the hunt in second. Uh, Red skipper Gerard this week spoke about the strength of Manchester United, but also Liverpool's determination to make the Red Devils visit to Anfield a losing one. He's right to point out that Manchester United are going to be a tough unit to beat. They have a balance to the team that was lacking last year, with Ronaldo especially in great form. There's always the danger for Liverpool that the ex-Evertonian Rooney will put in a big performance as well. And Liverpool are the side that need to prove something, with Manchester United fans enjoying bragging rights this season so far, with a 2-0 victory at Old Trafford under their belts. That game was one of the poorest Liverpool have played this, or any other season, lacking passion and commitment. And a repeat of that kind of performance is unthinkable. But also, it's unlikely, after their fantastic away win against Barcelona in Europe, and a 4-0 victory against Sheffield United at the weekend. Rafa Benitez also will surely have noted how Reading, and especially John Oster on the right, were able to run at the Manchester United back four and bring Reading to within a goal of forcing extra time in the FA Cup. It will be interesting to see if the Liverpool coach plays Pennant on the right, and also where the captain, Steven Gerrard, plays. He was again quite quiet in the game against Barcelona where, when he started on the right. Sissoko was on the subs bench against Sheffield and it would be a huge boost for Liverpool if he was fully fit to play. Both teams, of course, are involved in Europe next week, but they'll be aware of how much this game means to each set of fans and it's bound to be a hard-fought game. What about the result? Well, a nil-nil draw like last season would be a disappointing result for Liverpool. But Manchester United might be happy with a point. Liverpool have beaten Chelsea at home, but they must beat Manchester United and Arsenal to prove that they belong among the top flight in the Premiership. Look out for a 2-1 home win. Next up is Damien with a report on footballing cliches. Yes, so on today's show we are talking about footballing cliches. And to help us understand a little bit more about what they are, we interviewed a, a manager from England, uh, a non-league manager, about uh, what kind of cliches he uses and why. Adrian, how are you doing? Yeah, very well, thanks, Damien. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, talk a little, a little bit about cliches. Well, cliches. I mean, uh, you know, I think the general public they watch match of the day. You know, players tend to come out with the same things. Managers tend to come out with the same things. 
um, cliches you hear them again and again and uh, you know it, it kind of people think oh stupid footballers stupid managers but to be perfectly honest I think the thing about cliches is they're cliches because they're very often true and they're very often right which is a cliche in itself in itself <laughs> can you give us an example well you know over the moon I mean you know the, the elation of scoring the elation of winning you know you are you, that's how you feel over the moon and the know? opposite of that of course Absolutely. is the classic sick as a parrot I mean I'm not sure how parrots you know generally feel <laughs> but sick as a parrot it's kind of come into the you know into the sort of the language of football everyone knows what you mean by it you know you've just lost penalty shootout you've just been knocked out of the cup in the semi-final you've lost the league on goal difference you've just missed the playoff place sick as a parrot everyone knows what it means you know and and really it's almost it's so cliche it, it just it, it just there's nothing else you could say that would better it almost i then asked adrian what kind of cliches he uses with his team you know i know i fall into the traps i'm on the site or you know in the change room before with my you know they're amateur players but you know that it still means as much to them as it does to real madrid real madrid man united players uh, you, you hear yourself saying the same things you know you get a little bit of ribbon about it but um you know half time same sort of thing well you know pre-match you're trying to wind them up you're trying to get them going you know um, you know, there's there's no place for losers. You know, uh, winning is an attitude. When you cross the white line, you know, you leave it all on the pitch. I don't want anyone coming off that pitch thinking they haven't given 100 percent, 110 percent. You know, I'm no mathematician, but I don't think you can give 110 percent. But I often ask my players to give me 110 percent, and they very often do. You know, you only get out what you put in, or maybe you'll have a go at them. You know, I mean, I try not to swear at my players, but occasionally you have to kind of uh, g them up a bit. Uh, you know, my grandmother play, would play better than that, or you know, worse to that effect. It's stuff you've heard before, and um, quite often, I don't know if it makes much of an impact on the players because you know they've heard it time and time again. But I think I think if you pitch it right, you know, and you use it, just I think sometimes it comes from the heart. You just say, um, you know, what, what what you really, you know, what you really mean, and they get they get the message, even if it is in cliche form. But um, you know, end of the game, uh, great game, or you know. Okay, didn't go well for us today. A game of two halves is always a good one. Uh, you know, only takes a second Brian to Clough. score a goal. Brian Clough, yeah. I mean, some of the managers, they're, they're better at it than others. Some of them, I think, try and actively avoid cliches, but I don't think they're getting the message over any better, really. But, uh, yeah, it's good fun. Today's English for Football looks at two sets of footballing cliches. First up, we have Damon. One of the biggest football cliches has to be, it's a game of two halves. Of course it is, the first half and the second half. But sometimes this cliche is true. For example, Liverpool against AC Milan in the Champions League final 2005. AC Milan in the first half scored three goals. Surely they're going to win. In the second half, Liverpool scored three goals to force extra time and finally to win on penalties. Truly a game of two halves. And now here's a cliche from Damien. Now for my footballing cliche, I'm going to focus on the expression 110%. Now, as Adrian mentioned in the previous report, uh, he does not know if 110% actually exists, but managers usually ask their players to give 110%. It means, of course, to give that little bit extra, to work really, really, really hard. So, for example, last Sunday, when Robbie Keane was sent off for Tottenham against Bolton, 
his teammates gave 110% to ensure victory for the Spurs. Remember, you can leave comments at our website at www.languagecaster.com. Um, thank you to everyone who does post comments. Uh, last week we had some comments from uh, Molina. Uh, I'm presuming that's from Spain about uh, the Sevilla-Barcelona game coming up. She's going for a 1-0 Barcelona win. And also from uh, Yoda, who says thank you for our clips of Robbie Keane's goal. Uh, maybe a diehard Tottenham fan there. So please go to the site and write some comments. Now next up is the Vox Pop section of our program where we ask you, the listeners and the readers of the website to give your opinions on a weekly poll or survey. Now last week's uh, Vox Pop was an interesting one. It was the Champions League. Which team do you think is going to win? Um, still many of you out there think that Liverpool are going to win the Champions League again. However, most of the people went for a Milan, Madrid or Manchester United victory. We'll be coming back to that one in a couple of weeks' time again. Now, this week, we're going to talk about biggest football rivalries. Now, on the site this week, we've put up a couple of derbies, and we'd like you to choose which one you think is the most intense, and possibly, if you can offer an alternative, please write a comment below. Damon, what do you think? Yes, uh, last week's Vox Pops results, very interesting indeed. Um, I think a Liverpool fan out there is pressing the button a bit too much. Um, this week, the biggest sporting rivalries, the biggest football rivalries. That's a difficult question, of course, isn't it? There are huge rivalries around the world. Um, what about Germany against Holland there? That's an international, I know. Um, but that's a pretty big one. Um, I have no idea which is the, the most intense. Um, perhaps the Turkish derby there. Fenerbahce against Galatasaray. Next up, predictions. Yes, let's start by having a look back at last week's results. Um, we started with the Carling Cup final between Chelsea and Arsenal. Finished 2-1 to Chelsea, which is the exact score that I predicted. So three points for me. Unlucky Damon and unlucky Arsenal. Next up in another London derby was the relegation battle between Charlton and West Ham. Uh, I thought West Ham would do it. Damon thought Charlton would win 1-0. Charlton did win. They won 4-0. So one point for Damon. Next up was another derby. This time it was the Madrid derby between Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid. Um, I tipped a, Madri a Real Madrid victory and so did Damon. It finished 1-1. So no points there. Uh, the big game in Germany last week was Schalke against Leverkusen. Um, I went for a 1-1 draw. Damon went for a 2-0 home win. Leverkusen actually won that one away. So no points for either of us there. And in the last game from Mexico, uh, the game finished 1-1. Uh, I went for 2-2, and Damon went for a home win, so I get a point there, leaving the totals for this week, 4-1. And that still leaves me 61-33 to behind, but I've won two in a row. Let's see if I can make it a hat-trick. Now, the big game in the Premier League, as we've mentioned, is Liverpool against Manchester United, uh, and I'm going to go for a draw, 1-1. Now, Schalke, we seem to be featuring Schalke quite a lot. They're playing Hamburg, who seem to have turned the corner since the winter break. Um, I'm going to go for a Hamburg away win. 2-1 to Hamburg. Now, Sicilian derbies don't usually uh, go off quietly or peacefully, um, but I'm going to say this is going to be a nil-nil draw between Messina and Palermo. Now, the big game in Spain this weekend is Sevilla-Barcelona. Um, it's first against second. Barcelona have to play a Champions League game the following week. 
Uh, Barcelona then also have to host the Madrid uh, game a couple of weeks later. So it's a really busy month for them. And I think Sevilla will win this one 1-0. And the last game is in Argentina between Argentina and Juniors and River Plate. River have started really, really well in the league. And I fancy them to win 1-0. Damon. Yes, thank you, Damien. I'm going to have to really pull out all the stops this week. Uh, you've beaten me the last two weeks in the predictions battle. Uh, let's have a look then. Liverpool, Manchester United. I've already said I think this is going to be a 2-1 home victory to Liverpool. It must be a victory for Liverpool. Um, Schalke versus Hamburg. Another interesting game there. I'm going to disagree with you, Damien. I think Schalke are going to win this despite some poor... Recent games, I think they're going to win this 1-0. In Italy, Messina, Palermo, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a draw, but I think there are going to be some goals. I think it's going to be 2-2. In Spain, Sevilla, Barcelona, huge game, huge game here. Um, Sevilla, after that intense cup game, Barcelona, they, they of course, went through in that. Um, I think Barcelona are going to, are going to win this one 1-0. In Argentina, Argentinos Juniors against River Plate. I think River Plate are going to easily win this 2-0. Thanks, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the show. Enjoy all the football this weekend, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy the football. See you.